Hello, and welcome to Chatter and Chill. I'm Jordan. And I'm E. And we're going to sit back, chill, and talk about what's been going on in the world this past week. What's up with that Raiders tweet? I don't know, it's Mark Davis. Who knows? Demi Lovato and Froyo. Still don't understand that one. And what does Cher think about what's going on with Britney? I don't know. Let's chatter and chill. Alrighty, let's go. How are you today? I'm good. I'm a little tired. It's really cold. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's supposed to feel like April. It don't feel like April. It feels like March. Well, we had some breaking news happen today. Oh, we had the whole show planned out. We, we knew exactly what we were going to talk about. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. You you texted me. You were like, stop the presses. There's breaking news. We got to throw this into the show. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, and we, What's this breaking news? They've been talking about this for a couple weeks now, about the possibility that this might actually happen. Well, okay. today we got the confirmation. Caitlyn Jenner is running for California governor. Well, well, the Caitlyn Jenner. The Caitlyn Jenner. Olympic gold medalist Caitlyn Jenner and reality TV star. I feel like that's just going to be a show. Did you ever watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I did not. I caught it a couple times. What'd you think about it? I don't know. I can't really relate to a bunch of rich people. Yeah, true. But you see all the mansions and the cars. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Gavin Newsom is potentially up for recall, and voters will be asked two questions. One, should he be recalled? And two, who should take his place? I see. I'm not from California. You're not from California. No. Uh, it's my understanding that people, some people, were not particularly thrilled with the coronavirus rules and regulations that he and his administration put in place and so their way of doing this is like signing this petition and trying to find somebody to take his place so caitlin jenner has decided to throw her hat in the ring i mean it's not the first time that specifically in the state of california they've wanted to kick the governor out and like some big name celebrities throwing their hat in that is how arnold schwarzenegger became governor of california Yes. And not the first celebrity to become any sort of a head of state. Ronald Reagan was an actor prior to becoming governor of California and eventual president of the United States. That is true. Donald Trump was a reality star and real estate mogul and became president. Yeah, that of the garbage. Here's another celebrity running for office. I don't, again, I. It's very American. It's going to be a shit show. It's very American. It's very us. Yeah, I know. That's well, why I always uh, think, like, what people outside of the U.S. think about the U.S. I'm sure they think a lot of things. <laughs> well, Caitlyn Jenner has released this statement in part, quote, For the past decade, we have seen the glimmer of the Golden State reduced by one-party rule that places politics over progress and special interests over people, unquote. The campaign site that Jenner has started says, quote, Sacramento needs an honest leader with a clear vision. And apparently she thinks she's the the uh, answer to that, the honest leader with a clear vision. Recent polls in California have shown that a majority of voters there oppose this recall effort, but insiders within the Democratic Party are uh, still cautioning that there's months to go before this recall election would even take place and they should proceed with caution because who knows? True, who knows? Again, Schwarzenegger did it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, do you think Jenner would be a good governor? No. You know, I don't know. I don't really. These people with no political experience running exactly. for office. I just, I don't I eat Donald Trump. We'll see what happens. Speaking of California, a former California team now in the state of Nevada and the Las Vegas the Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders have been criticized. On Tuesday, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was, of course, convicted of the murder of George Floyd that took place last May. Over 20 times, Floyd told police officers, quote, I can't breathe. And then the Raiders tweeted, I can breathe was, of course, Tuesday state under it. And the he date got of the conviction. So much backlash. Yeah, it did not go over very well no. with uh, many of the people on Twitter. A lot of people were saying, like, delete it and just, like, they, so they, much they said it was tone deaf. Yeah, tone deaf. Um, TMZ actually pulled together some of the responses from Twitter. I'll quote them Wow, this is a huge miss. Donate money to the inner cities of Oakland and delete this post. This is what it looks like when you try to join the, quote, woke side of social media and fail miserably. It's just some of the responses that the team got. And even some professional athletes commented. Isaiah Thomas said, quote, y'all can't be serious. Tori Smith said, quote, folks get paid to avoid stupid stuff like this. SMH, delete this at Raiders. What are your thoughts on that? So Mark Davis is the owner. And he has publicly said that he plans on keeping the tweet up. Yeah, he said they will not delete the tweet. No, they won't. But... He said it was kind of like taking what George's brother said, which Correct. basically was the family can now breathe. He told The Athletic that Floyd's brother, Philanese, stated after the verdict, quote, today we are able to breathe again, which to him justified the use of the phrase in the post. And he actually went on to apologize if he offended the family. Yeah. And George Floyd's brother, Philanese, actually responded and released the following statement. This is from ESPN, quote, on behalf of our family, I would like to extend our deepest gratitude to the Las Vegas Raiders organization and its leadership for their support of our family and for our nation's ongoing pursuit of justice and equality for all. Now more than ever, we must come together as one and continue on in this fight. For the first time in almost a year, our family has taken a breath, and I know that goes for so many across the nation and globe as well. Let's take this breath together in honor of my big brother who couldn't. Let's do it for George, unquote. Yeah. And that is... The statement from George Floyd's brother, Philanese, in regards to that Raiders post. Speaking of the Raiders, Vegas is a party city, and that's where they're at. So I feel like an artist that's kind of like a big partier, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong because I don't really listen to her music, is Cardi B. I was just to say, are you a big fan of Cardi B? I personally really have not listened to her music, so I'm Cardi indifferent. <laughs> like, I don't really have an opinion. But I do know about the song WAP. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? <laughs> well, I'll tell you who does know about it, and that's uh, Wisconsin Republican Representative Glenn Grothman, who jumped down the throat of the FCC over, of all things, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's performance of the controversial Billboard Hot 100 number one single at this year's Grammy Awards. Here's a clip, actually, of what he had to say about it. I receive complaints in my office, and rightfully so, about Cardi B and the Grammys. They wonder why we are paying the FCC if they feel that this should be in living rooms across the nation. I realize that Kamala Harris has used her fame to promote this performer, but I assure the FCC that millions of Americans would view her performance as inconsistent with basic decency. 
Wake up, FCC, and begin to do your job. The moral decline of America is partly due to your utter complacency. So that's the clip. So speaking of doing your job, shouldn't you be doing your job instead of complaining about a song? Well, as I was going to say, just what we needed was another airhead career politician telling us what we should consider moral or not. Exactly. <laughs> I am so tired of being talked down to by politicians. These white dudes. Like, come on. Well, in any case, Cardi has responded. Oh. And I'll read some of what she tweeted. Okay, 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 okay. Quote, this gets me so mad you don't even know. I think we all been on the edge this week since we've seen police brutality back to back, including watching one of the biggest case in history go down due to police brutality. But wait, this is what state representative decide to talk about. And then she goes on to say the representative should focus on Wisconsin, particularly in regards to the shooting of Jacob Blake. And she says, quote, they given seats to f-ing idiots. This is why people got to vote. Elect better people because you got these dumb representing states. Unquote. Amen, Cardi B. You know, kind of like what she said. He should focus on Wisconsin and Wisconsin only and not worry about. Well, I just, I, like I said, I'm tired of out of touch politicians not doing their jobs and then focusing on trivial things like a performance at an award show when there are much bigger issues to talk about in the country. Yeah. Completely out of touch. Completely mm-hmm. out of touch. These are the people that we're electing to go to office on behalf of us, and this is what they're doing. That's well-spent taxpayer money, let me tell you. Well-spent taxpayer money. Um, This week, Demi Lovato went to a store called The Big Chill, where they sell frozen yogurt, among other sweet treats. So this store keeps its fat-free and sugar-free items toward the front of the shop, and she did not appear happy about that. She uh, posted this on Instagram, quote, finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from the Big Chill when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods before you get to the counter. Do better, please, unquote. And then she hashtagged it, diet culture vultures, and continued on by saying, Quote, so I think I'm going to have to make that hash take a thing. I will be calling harmful messaging from brands or companies that perpetuate a society that not only enables but praises disordered eating. So her viewpoint, at least it seems, is that shoppers are being shamed for wanting these snacks by placing these lower calorie items right in front of their faces. And that can be hurtful to people who have dealt with eating disorders in the past and they still deal with it. Um, and other body issues. Well, the company wrote back to her. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, they said, quote, we are not diet vultures. We cater to all of our customers' needs for the past 36 years. We are sorry you found this offensive. She responded again, saying, quote, not just that. Your service was terrible. So rude. The whole experience was triggering and awful. You can carry things for other people while also caring for another percentage of your customers who struggle daily just to even step foot in your store. You can find a way to provide an inviting environment for all people with different needs, including eating disorders, one of the deadliest mental illnesses, only second to opioid overdoses. Don't make excuses. Just do better. Unquote. Interesting. There's different opinions to this whole thing. Some people are glad that Demi is shining a light on what people with eating disorders have to deal with on a daily basis, but other people will take issue with the fact that she's using her celebrity to tear down a small business. Well, she made a video again <sighs> of course. saying that that was not her intention. She just wanted to start a conversation on the issue. I see. What are your thoughts? I mean, I get where people are saying like, you know, Talking about eating disorders, because some people don't like talking about that. But it's like, 
so many responses. Like, it should have been, like, I feel like a one and done type thing. I don't know that what she did was the proper way to go about doing it, but I don't know what the proper way to go about doing it was. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I understand her wanting to shed a light on the issue. But the um, optics, as some people have pointed out, that it appears as though she's using her celebrity power to tear down a small business that doesn't have the same sort of reach that she has with so many different people. Uh-huh. Well, um, to add to all of this, and apparently Dr. DM is going around claiming that Demi and or her team donated a large sum to the establishment, but uh, the Big Chill has stated, quote, to those of you asking, we have not received any donations from Demi's team, nor do we want one. We have not made any changes to our menu. We have not heard anything from Demi since her sorry, not sorry apology on Monday. We have not heard from her team. These are photoshopped images. Thanks again for all your support, unquote. Interesting. So the saga continues. (sighs) <sighs> the goddess of pop has something to say regarding the conservatorship of pop princess britney spears oh okay Cher said quote i think her father should move over and let her have her life i believe she's been paying long enough i feel like a lot of people have said that after. she's not alone in that in that feeling. Um, that's true um of course since 2008 britney's father jamie spears has been controlling her finances her personal affairs and her career moves a documentary called Framing Britney Spears was released in February and discusses the events surrounding the conservatorship. And since then, the free Britney movement has continued to gain more and more attention as more people become aware of her situation. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, ever since that. Um, did you see the documentary? I did not. See I did. It was quite interesting. The, I don't think I was. I mean, I knew what a conservatorship was, but I was not aware of the ramifications surrounding how the whole system operates. And in fact, one of the uh, people interviewed in the documentary is the lawyer now representing Brittany's father. See, I knew about the whole, like how the media just had it out for Brittany when we were younger and painted her to be like this super horrible person. Well, it was a different time too. Uh, I, it's hard to remember sometimes, but there was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. There was no Snapchat. There was no Instagram. There was no social media. Uh, we were watching music videos on MTV. We were getting our news coverage from network television or uh, your gossip from tabloid rigs at the front of your store. <laughs> I, was TMZ a thing? I don't even know. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to it if it was. True. Well, the BBC is going to be premiering a different documentary, and it's called The Battle for Britney Fans, Cash, and a Conservatorship, and that will include interviews with Britney's makeup artist, a former choreographer, a lawyer, and celebrity blogger Perez Hilton. Oh, great. <laughs> the documentary will premiere on BBC iPlayer starting May 1st and airing on BBC Two on May 5th. Well, Britney Spears is obviously a pop icon, and I think we could say she soundtracked our childhood and she's not the only one and now it's time for our music magnitude segment e and i are both fans of pop music and we like to share our thoughts both past and present yes uh you wanted to travel back in time and tell us about a childhood throwback yeah uh speaking of britney spears that's the that's one of her songs i was gonna do oops i did it again oh yes was uh recorded in november 1999 and actually was released April 3rd, 2000. So it's a little over 21 Tw- years old. T- 21. It is 21 years old. Oops, wow. I did it again. Can technically legally drink in the U.S. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like, think about that. 
I'm big on music charts, so I'm doing this off of memory. I don't have it in front of my face. I'm pretty sure it was a top 10 hit on the Billboard charts. I think it reached number one on the pop radio charts. I think so. All I can tell you, red cat suit, <laughs> spacey music video, mm-hmm. MTV. And she performed at the MTV Video Music Awards in that sequined outfit, and she ripped off like the suit, and everyone was like, oh no, she's corrupting our children. <laughs> Fast forward years later, that's what they say about Miley Cyrus. Yeah, they've it, it happened before Britney. It happened after Britney. There's always a moral panic. Someone's got to be blamed. Yep. Uh, Britney is awesome. My uh, song that I've been listening to lately is also by one of our childhood heroes. Is she a childhood hero? She's a childhood hero to me. Gwen Stefani. <gasps> Front woman of my favorite band of all time, no, no doubt. No doubt, yes. She has a new song called Slow Clap with Sweetie. Still have yet to listen to that. It's got some mixed reviews. In fact, somebody made it into a mock Old Navy commercial on Twitter. I see. Uh, they were kind of making fun of it, saying it sounded like an Old Navy jingle. Here's my take on it. Okay, it's supposed to be a fun little pop ditty. It's not mm-hmm. supposed to be some serious work of art. And I think... <laughs> With everything that's gone on in the past year and a half, we could all use a little bit of fun in our lives. Yeah. Plus, speaking of Gwen, didn't she have a song before Slow Clap yeah, that kind of like reminded myself. us of some of her older, older looks? Yep. Older, older looks sounded like some of her older solo tracks. With Slow Clap, I don't know why people are, I mean, yeah, the, the hook is, uh, is maybe a little simplistic, but this is the same woman who took Hollaback Girl to number one on the Billboard charts. Also the same woman whose song we learned how to spell bananas in. That is the song where we learned how to spell bananas. If you are a millennial who grew up, who came of age, so to speak, if you, we you were, learned how to sing bananas. We were preteens into teenagers in the mid 2000s. That's. It was Gwen, It was all about Gwen Stefani, Fergie, Justin Timberlake. I think Mariah Carey had a big comeback with uh, the Emancipation of Mimi. Used to watch uh, the video for It's Like That on MTV. Yeah, those were some good times. But yeah, that's that's kind of that's a song I'm listening to right now. Is the slow clap song by Gwen Stefani? I don't mind it. It's it's chill. Yeah, like I said, I haven't listened to it, so... I, I mean, I if if you're looking for quality so bad, go listen to classical music or something. Sure. It's a pop song. Like, give it a rest. Mm-hmm. While we're on the subject of music, the purple one, and one of my favorite artists of all time, Prince, passed away five years ago this week. Five years ago. Damn. I remember where I was when I heard it, too. And how shocked I was, too, because I was not expecting it. Yeah. He had been in the news pretty much that week. Everyone thought he was sick with the flu or something, and then they had said that he had passed away. Mm-hmm. He's legendary. He's iconic. He's... From Minnesota. Yes, he is. He's, he's Fellow Midwesterner. Yep. Multi-talented, self-taught musician of over 20 instruments. There was a Super Bowl hosted in Minneapolis. They had, like, a tribute to him. And he did the Super Bowl halftime show in 2007, I want to say. And when he performed Purple Rain, it started raining. And the lights were all purple around the stage. And it literally turned the rain purple. It was kind of a cool moment. And the audience was singing along. It's such a... It's that... It's right there in the middle of Purple Rain. Mm -hmm. That is the feel-good moment of the song. Well, you know... 
Purple Rain's only just one of his hits. He had 1999, Little Red Corvette, When Doves Cry, Let's Go Crazy, Raspberry Beret, Kiss, Cream, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World. I could go on. I yeah. could go on and on and on. He wrote Nothing Compares to You, which became a number one hit for Sinead O'Connor in 1990. His uh, home, Paisley Park, just recently welcomed 1,400 fans, and it has since been turned into a museum, and you can get a paid tour of his mansion, which I myself hope to visit one day. Well, thank you all for chilling with us. Yeah, thank you. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this week's topics. We'll be back next week to sit around and awkwardly chat some more. (laughs) Yeah. Have a good one. Later, guys. Later, guys.